Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Birthday, the three-year anniversary of Don't You Know Who I Am. My name is Josh Earl, and this is the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows what. Now, today is a special edition of it. It's like um, we're going to go back and have a look at uh, some of my favourite moments from the podcast, and we're going to go right, right back. So, not not this last season. We're going to go even further back. So, if you if you've only come to the podcast in the last like six months, thank you. And you'll hear some very, very good pieces now. So uh, we're also going to talk to my one of my oldest friends, Dion McCall, who's from Burnie. And just to get a bit of clarification on a couple of the stories that I've mentioned, just so because I, I often get people saying, is that real? Did that really happen? And I'm like, yes, it really happened. Now, Dion is here to verify it. And also, uh, both of us have different memories of different things. And it, it's fun. Okay. He's a very funny guy. Now, uh, the first one we're going to talk about is social media media. So this uh, this is uh, the social media round. And it's always good when I book the show trying to get people who I think are really, really funny on social media. And so, like, it's no surprise one of my favorites on social media is Demi Lardner. I think she's very, very funny on and off social media. And so this this is from episode 20. So it's, uh, the lineup that uh, day was Luke McGregor, very funny, Demi Lardner, Rebecca Shaw, who is also known as Brocklesnitch uh, on Twitter, who's probably probably you know what probably the best on Twitter, and also Dave Warnicky. So four four people who are very very funny, and so this round I was very much looking forward to. It's it also the first time Demi uh, decides to play under a pseudonym, and so that's also something that I very much look forward to every time she's on the show. What is she going to call herself? So this is the social media round from episode 20. Our first game tonight is called Social Me Me Media, where I read out a status update from one of you, and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think it is. If you guess, guess correctly, you get a point. But if you're incorrect, the person who stated it is receives the point. So remember, you can't buzz for your own, so your poker face is on. What's your up? names are your buzzers, Luke. Oh, sorry. That's right. Our Christian names. Yes. Or you can say Lardner. Okay. Can I say, say Killer Fuck Machine? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. It's a bit long. Yeah, then we'll have, <laughs> have the same one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our first tweet. If God gives you lemons, make lemonade and then give him a glass. But what's this? You've poisoned it. You are God now. <laughs> fuck machine. Yes, fuck machine, <laughs> Demi Lardner. I think it's Dave Warnicky. No, it fuck. is uh, from Brockle Snitch. It's Damn Rebecca, it. yes. That was oh, my first instinct. I wish I could claim a proper joke on Twitter. Oh, I wish. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. 
They've got a lot Thanks. of traction too. Did it? I wouldn't yeah. know. I don't. You don't check those? Yes, I do. I'm trying yeah. to be modest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know. Over 500 retreats that's on right. that one. Oh, that's all right. Five, yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Get out of here. I'm yeah. going to get on board too as soon as we get finish this podcast. Yeah. We're going to get 501. Yeah. We'll endorse that. All right. Our next tweet. Honey, I shrunk the kids, but just their legs. It's fucked up. Oh, Dave. Dave. Yes, Dave. That sounds like the humour of one young fuck machine. <laughs> <laughs> you that's, are right, Dave. That was Demi I've got a very distinct tone <laughs> in my tweets. Yeah, it starts out one way, then it goes, oh, fuck shit, dick. <laughs> Uh, Which is great. Did I get 500 retweets? That didn't get 500, yeah, but no, it probably will now. Close. They, got, they got up to a high, high thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Question three. I'm going to start walking like I've just put off a stunt. Everyone saw me pull it off, and no one has ever pulled off that stunt before. Fuck machine. Yes, Demi. Luke McGregor. It is Luke yeah. McGregor. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't one of my best. I apologise. <laughs> it's good. Thanks, buddy. It's good. Hmm. How, how do you, you walk? You've got a good, you've got a good saunter about yourself. Uh, working on it. Working on <laughs> it. Bit of a bug knee today. So. Do you ever see yourself walk on film or something and go, is that how I walk? Uh, no, but I, I, I get that. Like I say, God, is that my face? Or <laughs> is that my face? Is that my voice? I get a lot of that sort of stuff. I, p- I pay really close attention to what I look like when I'm not talking. Ah. And just see what I do. Because I know in those moments when I'm on film, I get really self-conscious. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> you got to remember, what would Luke do, even though I'm being another character? Yeah. And your character sit- in Utopia has a uh, clipboard a fair bit. So do you just stare at the clipboard? Uh, whatever I can take. But when so- when someone's talking, when it's a meeting scene and I'm someone's talking and I'm just sitting there. And the camera's on both of us. That's when I. That's, if you look closely, I'll probably have like a bead of sweat on my forehead. Cecilia, <laughs> <laughs> when she was on here, she said that the reason you carry clipboard so much in those scenes is because your lines are on there. Yeah, yep. yeah, easy. Cool. Yeah. Well, I have to. It's either that or I have to pre- pretend to read. Yeah. So I'm just like, all oh, right, I'll just write them on there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and next one. With the rise of waterproof phones, I hope one day someone is diving, sees a shark, and calls the police. Back. Yes, Beck. Is it Dave? No, it is oh. Luke McGregor again. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Point for Luke. Everyone, everyone's, everyone's <laughs> on the board now. Everyone's scored. Oh, yes. this is good. Teamwork, guys. Even though it's an individual game show. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay, and next one. The warm-up guy for Ellen must be incredible. Beck. Luke. Yes, Beck. Dave. Yes, he's Dave. Yes, that is Dave. That is me. Um, I, I know everything about Ellen, so all Ellen-related tweets, yeah. so... Immediately know who wrote them. We, <laughs> you, we got, like, I think, going your favourite every Ellen tweet. I was yeah. watching Ellen in a uh, like a waiting room, and they had the subtitles on, and the amount of times applause just came up was mm. so much. That show is just—it's crazy. Like, How crazy? Forty minutes gone? of clapping. Yeah, they have oh, so much. And I, pre- well, I wonder if it is like it's it, yeah, it's it's not yeah it's not Ellen, but it is just like the best warm up line of beers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's so good. Yeah. He's getting paid like I, minimum wage. Yeah, any show they're on, yeah. they just the crowd goes incredible for because this guy's so good. But do you ever watch watch crowds like that and just go, oh, I would kill in front of that audience. Oh, yeah. everyone just, would, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just so. It's like the, they just want everything. Hey I, guys, woo! I do that at weddings when the when the best man gets up and makes a speech and it's not that funny, but people are losing their mind. I'm like, ah. Oh, can I do five? If yeah. only I had friends yeah, to be yeah. their best friend. A really good friend who'd want to get married. You're going to say something, Demi? Oh, I was just going to say, how can you be sure it's not just Ellen going, applause? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, was my thought what Dave's tweet was. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear it. The warm-up guy for Ellen must be incredible. Oh, so he was. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> you already thought of that. So I was just saying what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question six. <laughs> 
A lesbian walks into a bar and her conservative grandma screams, Why the long phase? Luke. Yes, Luke. Fuck machine. No, not fuck machine. Uh, it was Brockle Snitch. So it was Rebecca. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's very though. good. It's very good. Very good. What, what made you say fuck machine? Just well, thought. Well. I haven't only met Rebecca today, so yeah. I'm really. Not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> across my humour. Yeah. Okay, next one. Is there a chocolate bar more disappointing than a timeout? Fuck machine. Yes, fuck machine. Dave. It is Dave. Yes. <laughs> oh, come on, they suck. <laughs> they suck. There's no chocolate. It's like 98% biscuit. Yeah, then, Did I buy a biscuit? I bought a chocolate. And they're named after a punishment. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, my high school had go to timeout. High school. So at 17 years old, you'd be like, that's it, timeout. <laughs> Oh, not timeouts. Did, did you get a lot of detentions or to, well, timeouts in your school? Did you ever go to timeout? Did you Myself? To- yeah, I went to timeout, mainly mm. in an Italian class because I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> and this week I've spent a whole week in uh, Queensland uh, performing Italian shows, promoting Italian to Italian speaking schools. Wow. So there you go. Can you speak Italian? No, I can't, no, but I, uh, I've learnt the <laughs> so lines is enough. So is the show, look what happens if you don't know how to yeah, speak Italian. Yeah, that's right. No, I can say, like, I, my name is, or I am, and then... Um, it's funny, you arrive at the school and obviously the teacher can speak Italian. They greet you in Italian and then... Ciao, Bella. Yeah, and then you... <laughs> and then you say, uh, ciao, and then you start speaking... One of them starts speaking English, but some, a couple of the times they just keep speaking Italian at you because they expect you to speak it. And I'm just like, mm. uh, See? Yeah. Um, anyway, where's the toilets to change? It's, it's embarrassing. Favourite chocolate bar then? I, I really want to talk about chocolate bars. Oh, let's that's talk why, about that's why I picked this, right. this tweet. Favourite chocolate bar is definitely a Twirl mm. or a Twix. Twirl or a Twix? Tw- 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 you tw- have a type. That's why you were so disappointed by the timeout because they're all very similar. Mm. Yeah. But that one is a let, the letdown of the group. Just yeah. go around the table. Rebecca, what's yours? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I wasn't prepared for this. Sorry. Um, I like a Crunchy. Mm. So I'm a, oh. I, pre- I prefer Violet Crumble, the Crunchy. Is there a big difference between yeah, the Yeah, there's a huge, huge. What is the difference? Dave. <laughs> way, way more air bubbles in a crunchy. Yeah. And you, and you don't you you don't like air bubbles, but oh. Rebecca loves the air bubbles. Yeah. Well, I like most chocolate, as you can see by looking at me. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Twelves are good. Demi, favourite chocolate bar? I don't go for the chocolate bar that much, but I would say probably Boost. And, oh, yeah. Um, Underrated. Yeah. freaking great. But I will always go Red Rock Deli Chips over any chocolate bar. Oh, okay, yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Luke>? Thanks. <laughs> Snickers. Snickers? Yeah. Oh, Classic. Get some nuts! It's the when I say it, so I yell out before I, before I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's a public tram. <laughs> do you, do you, have you said yours, Josh? Oh, yeah. I would go either Cherry Ripe or Boost. Cherry Ripe or yeah. Boost. Just, cherry all right, ripe. okay. Do, does everyone here agree that timeouts are disappointing or yes. do you like them? But I if agree. I think I've ever eaten one. If I it's like no timeouts. chocolate or that, then I will like it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. If well, if no I was on a desert island, they offered me a timeout. I would say yes. Yeah. 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 If you, if, when you get a, bo- a box of favourites, oh, yeah. they're always mm. the last ones. Morrow. Morrow. Morrow's the last one. <laughs> oh, no, I had the morrows because where else do you ever get a chance to have yeah, a morrow? Right. It's a treat. because yeah. they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one per box. Do you know once, this is very sad, and I probably uh, should have said this about myself, I once uh, opened up a box of Cadbury favourites, and uh, my favourite in the Cadbury favourites, because they don't do twirl, it's the flakes. So mm. I, I tipped it out looking for the flakes, and there was no flakes in the box. 
And I was really pissed off. I was genuinely angry. So I uh, rang up the toll-free <laughs> number on the back and I complained to her. And I was furious and she was like, good afternoon, uh, Cadbury. Like, so lovely that I instantly felt like I was such, an, such a dick. But I told her about my complaint. She said that they um, packed by, by volume, not by individual. So they just push a bunch of chocolates mm. yep. into into the box and s- theoretically there's a box out there that's 100% flakes <laughs> and oh. I'm still searching for that box <laughs> oh. but as a because I rang up and I was disappointed she got my address and sent me a $10 voucher for Coles so I could buy another box of Cadbury oh right. my God, you didn't right. just think to buy like 10 flakes yeah, oh. yeah. No, I, no I'm an honest man <laughs> she said it was for favourites yeah, I think Sorry, good, Jimmy. Oh, I was just going to say for Dave's next birthday, I'm going to buy like 20 boxes of favourites and just pick out the flavours. <laughs> Take them out and then what? Reseal it. Yeah, reseal it. And and I thought you made a video of you putting the flakes in a landfill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next tweet. Here we go. I think selfie sticks promote narcissism and should be banned, he said, on his Twitter account made to send opinions to his followers. Dave. Yes, Dave. Is that Rebecca? It is Rebecca. Yes, you are correct. Yes. Good. Sorry? Not a fan of the selfie stick? No, she's saying she's a fan. She's not a fan of people complaining about it. Rebecca got some crazy Twitter game. I'm real jealous. It's because I don't do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. No, it's because I'm great. (laughs) 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 He's right. All right, next one. Here we go. My wedding reception is only going to have the Shrek soundtrack looped, and if the DJ plays anything other than that, he's fired. Luke. Yes, Luke. Dave. No, it is oh. Debbie Lowe. Oh. <laughs> I think Luke, did you think it was me because I was laughing so much? <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I, uh, I can't believe you You didn't get... My whole thing is Shrek. Yeah. Thor buddies. Oh, I know. I actually picked Sorry. that out thinking that people might say it was you, Luke. Seems oh. it seems a very Luke McGregor thing to. I did like Shrek. Yeah, I'm getting a Shrek tattoo. Of what? Of Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> of Shrek. Yeah. What's he doing in the tattoo? He's uh, is no, his it's face? Just, no, it's just a full body tattoo. <laughs> I'm gonna be Shrek. <laughs> but no, really, I'm gonna get a Shrek tattoo. Well, it doesn't. You've got some great tattoos. Yeah. How, how many? Pretty... How many have you got now? I've only got four, but I've got like five in the works. Getting a Dum Dum Club tattoo soon. Oh, seen that. oh that's yeah, that's, that's actually happening. Yeah. How big is it going to be? About just a couple inches. The size of an apple. She just yeah. put, put her apple. hands there. Yeah. 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 On the which, 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 we're, we're talking about the Dum Dum Club. We're talking like a like a golden delicious apple. Yeah. Yeah. And where, whereabouts is that tattoo going? Probably on my leggy. I um. If you win today, you're going to get a. Do you know who I am? Tattoo. <laughs> Saying "fuck machine." Yeah. First, <laughs> first prize. I would get just on her a, lower back. I would get, get one of those "Hello, my name is" name tags on my chest and "fuck machine." Has, <laughs> has anyone ever got a? Um, sorry, I just thought of this as, a, as an idea for a tattoo. But has anyone ever got insert coin on their vagina or butt? I definitely, I definitely wish you we could Google it right now, and I'm sure I'm, thousands would come up. Thousands, there'll be yeah. thousands already. Yeah, right, I, I, won't, so. I, won't, I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he only does original tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our last tweet here we go pulled over cop anything in this vehicle i should know about me smugly opening glove box best sex person trophies tumble out beck <laughs> yes beck luke no that's uh, not luke that is debbie uh, luke. Uh, i wish well, of course she's the fuck that's the fuck machine that's why she's got the trophy what an idiot yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> oh debbie that's a great one it, have you written that up as a sketch for Open Slather? I should. You should. That's mm. a that's a great thirty second sketch. They uh, they're scared that some of my sketches are, I guess, t- too funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
They, I have a game where I pitch them horrible uh, characters and wait until uh, they know that I'm joking. My uh, my latest one has been Sylvester Shalom. <laughs> but you, you can guess what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, they. <laughs> oh no, I've gotten some scripts out. They like they like my writing. Never mind. I went to stay quiet, and then you went into self doubt really quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, at the end of what that about, round, uh, what about Sonic the Hedge? And it's, just a, it's just a blue hedge. <laughs> I thought I thought about Weird Al Gore, who <laughs> does like parodies of bills. <laughs> Policy songs, the yeah. parody songs. Yeah. Yeah. What, All what? the members. <laughs> so this next uh, round is holiday. It'll be so great. Now, on this episode that I'm doing is the first. Uh, the first time Nick Kappa came onto the show. Now, Nick Kappa is a very, very funny man. Uh, just just funny. He's just one of these guys who's just naturally funny. And I've also, on this one, he is with three of the funniest. He's This episode is episode 24, Anne Edmonds, Kate McLennan, Geraldine Hinkie, and Nick Kappa. Now, a bit of backstory for how I write the show, anyone who cares. Now, what I generally do, I'll send through people a questionnaire. And on it, there'll be a whole bunch of questions, and I'll say, answer these with as much detail as you can, and I'll write the questions around this. Now, so if they've been on a, a few times, I'll just say, hey, do you have some stories to tell me? And they'll just tell me the stories because they know how the show works. So I did it to Nick, and I'm not sure if he had heard the show or not, but his stories, they were, they were good. But when he came on, he had, off the back of everyone else's stories, just the best stories. They were just so funny. And every time he's been on since, he's like, oh, I've got this story. And so he's one of these people who go, oh, I've just got this story and I'll write a little bit and then he'll provide all the rest. And so but this story is uh, talking about Kate McLennan on her holiday. It's probably one of my absolute favourite stories that's ever been on the podcast. And then off the back of it, Nick tells his story, which had all four of the rest of us in the room kind of gasping for air, laughing so much. It was the best. Anyway, so this is holiday. It'll be so great. Our next round is called holiday. It would be so great. In this round, we talk about holidays. And today we're talking about a food adventure that Kate McLennan and her boyfriend Joel went on in Vietnam. Mm. Having read... Because I have a boyfriend, Edo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't mentioned that before. Having read amazing reviews about this dingy little restaurant, they, after a couple of dodgy taxi drivers, tracked it down. When they entered the restaurant, they were the only ones there, but the lady was so friendly, they stayed. Mm. They were so pleased they did because they had the best meal of their life. At the end of it all, Kate's partner went to use the bathrooms and walked past the kitchen. But what did he see? Was it A, not only the most disgusting kitchen he'd ever seen, but a small child pissing in the sink where the dirty dishes were piled up? (laughs) God. Was it B, a small monkey chained up by its ankle in the kitchen with a hammer and a pile of crab shells? (laughs) (laughs) Or C... The little polite Vietnamese lady lying on her back and masturbating. Was it A, B, or C? Now, you guys can ask Kate as many questions as you want. <laughs> but bear in mind, if, if you get it wrong, she gets the point. But you guys can answer individually. You don't have to answer it as a group. The floor um, is open for questions. Ask away. <clears throat> um, and how old was she? The woman. Um, she would have been, I reckon, mid-40s. Okay. Mid-40s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, what, kind of, what kind of monkey was it? Um, 
the monkey was <laughs> grey-faced. <laughs> it was like one of those monkeys out of um, the Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. You know, when they eat the monkey, it was that same face. In fact, I think it was that same monkey. All <laughs> oh, right, it's not the monkey, guys. Um, <laughs> it's stuck up there. I for- Hang again, on, more I questions about the monkey. About. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Uh, okay. Maybe I'm giving you a bum steer, Geraldine. So mm, when, 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 your, when your husband sat back down boyfriend. the table. Boyfriend. Boyfriend. That's a oh, boyfriend. contentious issue. Oh, uh, it's not. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't want to get married. Dude, yeah. you, dude you're saying more than casual thing. Yeah. Uh, you, when you sat down, when, when he sat down, was he, how, how shocked was he? Um, well, he, he sat down and just kind of, like, he doesn't, he's a man of few words. <laughs> And um, so he just kind of sat there and there was sort of this expression like he'd seen something that he shouldn't have seen. Like it was <laughs> the colour drained from his face. And he, and he made this, this sound. <laughs> like sucking that. in of the tea. Yeah. What did you do then? Did you leave the restaurant? Yeah, we, oh, no, we finished up our beers first. <laughs> okay. And um, we gave the lady a tip. How old was the kid pissing in the sink? He was probably about six, I reckon. Oh, that's old. Really? And do you think it was her do- her son? Well, I don't know. It could have been his son or there was another lady sort of floating around as well. Right. But But yeah. how good was the meal? It was the best meal I've ever had. And you'd go back again? Best tamarind crab I've ever had. I'd definitely go back and I'd recommend it to anyone. Hmm. Was the woman, was she lying, when she was masturbating, was she lying on the ground? How was she doing it? Um, It was like... <laughs> Well, I didn't see it. Yeah. So, but I think she was like lying. There was a step, and she was lying on the step. Did she have her pants off? Apparently, it was through her dress. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions, Nick? Um, uh, is did your uh, boyfriend tape it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just sort of a quick glance. Okay. Took it in and then went. Did to the she toilet. notice him? Um, she did momentary. Well, no, she didn't stop straight away. <laughs> so was, well, was there eye contact? There was a delay. In, mm. She was preoccupied. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not have been done. Um, Any more qu- people ready? Uh, yeah, no, you think you what know? Do you think? I, I, I think I know. Okay, you, gonna, you go first, then, Nick. What one? A, B, or C? Uh, yeah, I reckon. Sorry, which was... So A was the pissing in the sink, B oh, yeah. was the monkey, C was the... She was masturbating. Ah, uh, C. C for Kappa, okay. I'll go A, the pissing in Edo's the sink. going to go A, okay. Jez? Um, I'll go B. B? You're going to oh. go... Th- there was a monkey. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, spread it. Mind games. My mind games with yeah. the monkey. Yeah, yeah. No one she'll win. Yeah. The correct answer was C, Nick. You get a point. Oh, my God. Kate gets two points. What the hell? Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's true. It's true. So we had this beautiful meal. And she, the whole way through the meal, she didn't speak any English, but she was really attentive. And she, she just kept like serving up the, she got this chili crab for us. And she was like getting the crab out of the legs. And she kept sort of making noises going, (laughs) 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 and like indicating for us to eat. And, you know, she was really into us enjoying her food. And then we, (laughs) Joel went to go to the toilet. So she was lying behind, there was like a, a, you know, those petition, like a, you know, like a, Cane sort of petition, uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Concertina 
petition and she was lying behind that and there was a mirror on the wall that reflected back to the oh. restaurant so she could keep an eye on the restaurant. And so clearly she was watching us eat her food. What? <laughs> but, <laughs> oh my and rubbing one out. Doesn't that mean though at some angle out in the kitchen you can see her? The hell? Not how mirrors well, we work. Were, we couldn't see because we were sort oh, okay. of. It was like this restaurant was like a shed. Yeah. And so we were sort of seated towards the entrance. So there was and there was no one else in there. And um yeah and so Joel walked <laughs> past and just kind of disturbed her but she sort of didn't. It's not like she stood up or anything. She just kind of, as Joel described it, pulled her dress out of herself. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. Oh. But she. She just clearly just really enjoyed us enjoying her food. Yeah, oh, well, that's pretty, it's a nice experience. Yeah, look, it's, um, <laughs> I can't argue with that. Yeah. So I, I have a confession to make. I, I did know that story. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard it many times, but I thought I'd, you know. Just take one for the, the team. Yeah, take yeah. one. Yeah. I, I, can, I can still compete. I don't want to cheat. I can still compete. I'm happy to give away a point. But when I was... Because I worked with a Vietnamese lady mm. and I was telling her this story one day and she was standing there just going, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then like the, at the end of the shift, like she was walking down the driveway and then stopped and then turned around and went, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. I hope she didn't have crabs. <laughs> hey. I remember uh, when I was in Argentina, I went out with this tango dancer. And, uh, oh, yeah, that all adds up. I went and stayed at her parents' place the uh, weekend, right. and we didn't. We never got to do it. Like, oh. uh, and and she just kept teasing me the whole time, and I had to go on this twenty-four hour bus ride to Buenos Aires. Anyway, the buses there they're like planes. You know what I mean? They're so beautiful. These oh. planes we had like a. Anyway, as soon as I got in that bus, I was like, <laughs> my balls were so big, they were ready to explode. <laughs> and I. <laughs> so I went into the toilet and. Ah, oh, okay. And, and the bloke. The, the waiter. I mustn't have locked the door. And the, the waiter guy, the whatever, the, the host. Yep. Host. He opened the door. Cabin crew. Yeah, the cabin the crew. Bus crew. On the bus. <laughs> and he, he busted me oh. on the bus. And, but then I had like, so I had a 22-hour awkward experience. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just serving me my food and everything. <laughs> he just had that glint in Every time he bought me a beer, every time he bought me blankets or anything, he was like, caught you. It's <laughs> 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 the worst bus ride of my life. <laughs> oh, it would have been a little worse if you didn't, you know get one out of the way before the journey. That would have been a bit more tense, was, maybe. Yeah, yeah. She was, like, crying when I was waving goodbye and everything like that. And I was all I could think of was, like, I'm so going to murder this. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> oh, takes me back. No. So uh, the next round is uh, Knowing Me, Knowing You. Now, this is the round where most people are like, you're going to run out of stories, Josh. You'll, you'll run out of stories. It's been 76 episodes. Clearly, I don't do it every week. Sometimes we do yeah, nah, yeah. Uh, but 
I like this one because, you know, I get to tell my stories of uh, Bernie. Now, I wanted to talk to my mum uh, about the story I'm going to do now, but she uh, she said no, she didn't feel comfortable talking on on the podcast. She didn't know who would who would listen. She was a bit worried about that. And so this uh, episode uh, that I'm about to play is episode 30. So it's Harley Breen, Becky Lucas, Michael Chamberlain, and Liam Ryan. There's going to be two stories from this one. And then we're going to go into episode episode five. So this is way, way, way back with Declan Fay, Damien Callanan, Nath Valvo, and Greg Larson. And after that, we're going to talk to my friend Dion, who I've known since I was about four or five years old in Burnie, and get his kind of clarification and also his kind of version of the events that we're about to listen to. Okay, this round is called Knowing Me, Knowing You. In this round, I read out something that happened to someone in this room, and you have to say whether it happened to me or to someone else on the panel. If you answer correctly, you get a point. Incorrect, the person whose story it is, as in it may or may not be about, they get the point. So you get these individually. So Liam, you're up first. Okay, so was it, was it me or was it Becky, who once worked in a bar slash club where they would hire a magician who would hypnotise drunk members of the crowd and just get them to be racist? Now, you can ask us as many questions as you want. Okay. So he just, the whole idea, his whole shtick was he'd hypnotise random people and get them to say horrible racist things to the crowd. I mean, that that was kind of his closer. It's a good closer, isn't it? I mean, a bit of buzz. Um, So, Josh, I believe it was you, but I'm I'm not necessarily taking Becky off the table. So uh, what was the sort of venue like? It was the hockey complex in Burnie. My mum was the licensee, so I used to work there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you were just behind the bar? You weren't gigging? Uh, no, no, I was like 16, oh, 17. Right. Yeah, just Excellent. clearing glasses and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. And did it ever go badly? Like, was the racism ever received poorly? They got him a few times, and the first time it was great. So they got him back, and every time they got him back, it was just like, okay, just get him to do racist stuff. And it was Bernie as well, so it wasn't really... You, honestly, you wouldn't have had to hypnotise him that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just gone, oh, here's a microphone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was totally hypnotised. I've yeah. heard all the stuff I said, right? Yeah. I, I like the idea as well, like the person coming to who perhaps isn't racist, um, you know, it's one thing to come to from pretending to be a chicken girl, that is embarrassing. You're coming, yeah. back, like coming to from being completely racist to a whole bunch of strangers. Um, that seems plausible. So, Becky, um, when this happened to you, yes. um, how old were you? Uh, I was... 23. I was working at the Albion Comedy Club. Okay, right. So were, you were you were gigging then? Like you no, were a I was com- behind the bar. Behind the bar. Mm. Right. And it was in Brisbane. Yeah. Great. And um, did it uh, like did it always go well? Did it always kill? Yeah, it always yeah. killed. And he'd always get, he'd get, so he'd guess get them up there, and they'd be so drunk anyway, yeah. and he'd pretend to be a tele he'd hypnotize them. What was his name again? Anthony Laffin. Right. That was very good. Fuck, that was good. Oh, I can't <laughs> remember if you said the name at the start. Anyway, keep going. You, yeah, you're so winning. He'd, he'd just get them up onto the stage and then he'd uh, pr- uh, put them into a trance and then say, oh, and pretend to be a telemarketer and then say, say what you'd say to a telemarketer and that just they would always say something racist. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he didn't even need to prompt them that much. Was just... <laughs> Sorry? Okay, yeah, right. Um, and like, did it ever go badly? You know, did, was did everyone like ever just yell back and just... No, they were like, it was like being at Nuremberg. So it's, <laughs> it's hard for me... To guess because you both grew up in racist hellholes. Says <laughs> yeah. so the guy from Perth. Yeah. 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 You can't be racist if there's no black people. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if everybody's white. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect harmony. 
Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to actually go with Josh. So I'm going to say it's you, Josh. I believe it sounds a plausible Tasmanian reality. I like the way you had that name in a fucking holster. <laughs> like, but well, I, I just, um, I, I feel strongly that it's a Tasmanian reality. Liam, you are incorrect. It was Becky. Oh, yes. I was going to help you there for a second. I'm like, that's so true. It's so true. If that's you know awful. anything about the Albion Comedy know? Club. Have I told you that from another time? Yes. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. I, was, I actually thought it was you, and I was like, "Oh, that's bizarre that we actually both." Uh, no, yeah. it, was, it yeah. was like, my, but it, in, ironically, it was my 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 prejudice own, towards yeah. your both <laughs> your places <laughs> of origin. But I figure everyone up there is racist in Tasmania is racist. Stunning the way you came up with your. Answer. I yeah, did. You, I did work great. in my mum's hockey complex. Yeah. So yeah, was, that was good detail. Mm. Thanks, man. That was good I detail. I believed you. I yeah. Would. Thanks. Okay. And then I saw you give a wink to Josh. Yeah. So I saw I that. I gave a wink because I thought I was like, I did it too. I thought it was your story. I thought that was yeah. a giveaway or something. Well, I saw yeah. the wink, but uh, yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, was really I saw the wink and just thought Becky is playing this very well. Yes, like, yeah, going, that's like, what this, I thought. As yeah. soon as she winked, I'm like, it's fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Becky, was it Harley or was it me? Who, when we were 11, our auntie was getting married and wanted a black stripper at her hen's party. Our mum was organising the hen's party and couldn't find one, so told us we were going to do it instead because it would be funny. On the night of the hen's party. We got embarrassed on it and said we wouldn't go through with it. And our mum got angry at us because she'd already paid for the black makeup. Oh, my Riff. God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh. This segment's called Race Round. <laughs> okay, Harley. Yes. Your mother is a conservative religious woman. That's true. So to be putting on a hen's night with strippers seems out of character. Sure, well, it seemed very out of character to me <laughs> as well when she asked. And asked for uh, my Auntie Karen, who is my Uncle David's wife, oh, yeah. um, who's also a preacher. Also a preacher. David is, yeah. David. Karen's not, yeah. What uh, church up in Brisbane is that? At that stage? Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's now part of the Happy Clappies out in Lilydale here, and yeah. he wasn't up in Brisbane. Okay. Um, they'd just come back from England. The Uniting Church, maybe? I what think. are details? Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me in a weird way. Um, all right, so blackface, she wanted to get you to do blackface. Yeah, so to follow the conservative thing as well, we weren't going to be full nude, but we needed to be playing the role of a black stripper. So, right, And how old were you, sorry? Uh, 16. And she wanted you... And my older brother, who was 18. To saunter around for, for women in a wow, sexual well, manner. Pretty good-looking boys. <laughs> and, and she that's... was... Okay. All right, um, Josh. Yes. Yes, Becky. You grew up in Tasmania. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> God's country. Yes. Um, <laughs> so your mum, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to do this. Sorry. Um, it's all right. Oh. It's a weird thing. I understand. Where? So was the party just going to be at your house? Is that our house? Yep. Yeah. And I was meant to be staying at the neighbour's house and mm. then I'd come over. And how old were you? 11. <clears throat> you were 11. I was 11. So I feel was... like you've just freaked out and said the age. <laughs> that Liam got a pretend boner. What a really disturbing age to yeah. be if this is your story. You, so you're 11 and your mum wanted you to put blackface on and, and dance around for women. Yes, because it was going to be the joke. It was going to be, we couldn't oh, get like a stripper. A funny... So here's a little weedy 11-year-old yeah. dancing around. Because your mum, she's got quite a sense of humour. Would you say yeah. you get your sense of humour from your mum? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Although my nan on my dad's side was re- really funny as yeah, well. So was your nan going to be at this hen's party? Uh, no, other side. So it was my mum's sister. All right. Um, I think I've got all the information I need. Okay. What are you uh, going to lock in? I think it's you. 
You are correct, Becky. It is me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why'd you put me in that? Everyone knows. Preacher's wife. It's never happening. Well, I thought you might go with the whole, she didn't want to hire strippers because it's, you know, so she thought, well, we'll just get asked and it'll be funny and it'll be a little bit of fun. But, okay, so I was, I didn't want to do it. I was going to go through with it. And then I didn't want to, and my mum also had a suggestion. She got a black balloon and said, you can put this on as well. Over your penis. Oh, my, oh God. my God. And just flash it at your auntie. Is that a crime? It, well, yes, it is. <laughs> which yeah, you which are. bits? You're sexualising a, a minor. You're under well, the age of consent. Well, I said no, and mum got really, really annoyed and tried to guilt trip me and go, well, I spent all this money on the makeup. Oh, my God. Like, and that's when dad stepped in and went, Lynn, he doesn't want to do it. Just let him not do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you initially think it would be a fun thing I thought it would be do? funny. Like, oh, yeah, yeah that would be funny. Yeah. And then it got... Got more, and then when the idea of women being there yeah. as well, like drunk women at a hen's party, yeah. is a scary thing. Yeah. Even if you're like whoever, doesn't matter who you are, that is a scary thing. Like if that was reversed and you're a girl, there'd just oh. be no way. Oh, that's insane. It's genuinely I'm really not sorry. okay. There's one, it's really, I want to call can, your mum up. Can we turn off this recording for a bit? I want to hug you. Well, I write, <laughs> I write a, a weekly column in the uh, Tasmanian paper as well, and I wrote that story, but didn't include the uh, the blackface bit because I thought, ah, uh, my mum still lives in Tassie. She yeah. would like she works in a school. They would not. So I just left the fact that she wanted to dress me up as a stripper and I would do it. So uh, even then she got in trouble. There's not many God. stories when like blackface is one of the least reprehensible parts of the, of the story. You know, you go like that. Was sort of, we were tracking well at blackface and then just descended into this. Yeah. To Declan, was it Greg or was it myself who in high school, our science teacher let all the male students leave the room so they could go and look at a huge poo that had clogged the toilet? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the males went and looked at the, the male students. Yes. Were sort of encouraged to go and look at the poo. It was the male toilet. And were the, 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 the females were just left in the class? To sort of Greg, do you want to answer yeah, any of this? Yeah, like because it was, it was like the females were just left there because... One of them probably didn't do the poo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because yeah. it was in the boys. Yeah, it was. Yeah, a it was toilet. like a, it was like a have a look at this. Yeah, look who own up to this. Who's oh, it wasn't it like showing it off. This is. I genuinely thought that he was going. This is a really good poo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really thought he was going. Have, science, a, have a look at this one. The science, the science had, just, had yeah. done it himself. He's just like, come on, guys, let's learn about science. Pre, pre Instagram too. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought the science. I, I, that's how in my mind it was like a science teacher going, "This is one hell of a specimen." Mm. Um, I'm going to say I have to say it's Greg because Greg has a sort of slightly scatological lean <laughs> in his comedy, um, and uh, yeah, I just I, that, that I spills into his life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it started somewhere. That's the genesis. Yeah, but that's right. Things that sort of traumas that happen to us in our youth then sort of inform yeah. our creativity later on. So I have to, and I haven't never seen you be scatological, Josh, unless okay. it, you're repressing it. <laughs> um, but I reckon it's. I'm going to say Greg. 
It was me. So oh, Greg yeah. gets the point. That that had Bernie oh. written all over it. That's and, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you were right. The teacher did. Because we what happened was my brother saw it first, apparently. And he came, he went into all his classmates. So you've got to go to the, yeah, to the top yeah. C and just look in the first toilet. You've got to go and look. Yeah. And then, because he knew that I would find it funny, he came and got me and said, you've got to go and have a look. <laughs> he said, so he came to the door and said, oh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Obson. Can you? Can Josh come with me? And because it was my brother, he went. Oh, go for it. it. Must be a family thing. And so he goes, go and look at the toilet. Go and look in there. Yeah. And so I came out, and it was like the size of two coke cans. It was huge. <laughs> 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 a double barrel. What a great analogy. Yeah. Just <laughs> like stuck on the bottom of the bowl, and I, I could, I'd never seen it. So I went in and I told my my friend in the class, go and see that. And so he left. And he came in laughing yeah. and told someone else. And so the teacher going, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and then my friend was like, there's a poo in the toilet, Mr. Odson, that is so big. And so he goes, all right, go on. Everyone can go and have a look and oh, if you teacher. wanted to. Yeah. So Because it was just everyone was disrupted. And so yeah. we all came back in laughing. And then yeah. even the teachers at lunchtime were going to have oh, a wow. look. And, going, and they were just laughing going, whoever it was, we don't need to punish them because that was punishment enough. That wow. is just so huge. I, I, I find it... I don't know what this says about me, but I just assumed this poo was on the floor the entire time. Like, I didn't... I assumed that bowl. it was on the floor. floor it's revealing of the a lot about sort of ourselves, how we view this poo. Okay. I'm now talking to uh, one of my oldest friends from Bernie. He still lives in Bernie. It's Dion McCall. Hey, Dion. How are you doing? Hi, Josh. How are you? I'm very good. Now, this is a bit weird, but... Uh, so on the podcast, I talk about Bernie quite a bit, and I often get people asking, "Did that really happen?" And so I've just played uh, one story, and get about to go into another story. So I've just played the the top C or the C block poo toilet. Now, yep. this this story, anyone who went to Parklands in that year, so from was it? Because I I'm not sure what year it actually happened. If it was like year seven or year eight, I think it was year eight. Justin thinks it was year seven. Can do you know what year I, it was? I think I think I think it was when your brother was in year ten. Yeah, so year eight. That's what I thought as well. Yeah. Because yeah. Jason was the first one. He reckons he was the first one to see it, and I reckon it was year eight as well because I remember Van Walker was head of the SRC, and I remember talking to him about it, and I felt very privileged that I got to talk to Van Walker. <laughs> yeah. So do you remember where you were when you heard about it? I was in sports science, and there was uh, in the in the small window in the classroom. I just saw someone's face and just a wave of hands, and so I said, oh, "I need to go to the toilet." So <laughs> I went out <laughs> up to the toilet, and there at that stage there was no line, yep. <laughs> but uh, I went in, went into the toilet, and there was just a shit in the toilet, the size of two coke cans. Uh, so. Um, what what happened from there is that it just word spread and it was sort of like a ride at a theme park by the end of by the end of the next break. So there was just this big massive line. Uh, everyone was having a look, uh, boys, girls, teachers, cleaners, and uh, it was a real head scratcher for the cleaners. Had no idea how he was going to get it down. <laughs> I remember that it was kind of like one guy owned up to doing it, but I don't believe he did it. No, I don't think he did. I think he was actually trying to take credit yeah. for uh, the shit. I think he thought that there would be some credit in, credit in actually owning up to it. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I thought Phil, who's the guy I'm talking about, I think he was trying to get credit for it. But there was another boy at our school called Albert. Yes. 
who was a large boy, Albert. which was yeah, very, very unfortunate for him that his name was Albert. But he, yeah, fingers were pointing at him. I think, I think that um, he was definitely, um, definitely the culprit. That's that's my belief anyway. I think it might have been. And, and while, was, um, sorry, I was going to say while we're talking about uh, this kind of theme, there was another incident that we need to have a, a courtyard assembly for. Now you actually worked at Parkins High School for a while. So you did, yes. you did the Sally from Home and Away where you graduated, went to uni, went back to teach at that school. Now, courtyard assembly, explain to the listener what a courtyard assembly was. Uh, well, they were gone by the time I was teaching there, but back in back when we were there, basically what would if there was a normal assembly, it would be in the gym, it was, you know, bad music and all that sort of stuff. But a courtyard assembly was for for bad things, uh, so the courtyard was obviously in, right in the middle of the building, that went right round, the sun would beat down on top of your head, and basically you'd get told off uh, until someone owned up for a, a behaviour, so we would just stand there, um, prison of war style, until someone owned up. Uh, so um, I remember the courtyard assembly, um, you talked about pointing fingers before, and I thought about this immediately. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I remember the the assistant principal standing in the windows of one of the the like the higher buildings, standing and talking to us all about it, and basically said it was every single boy in the school, and basically said someone has written the word shit in feces <laughs> on the toilet door, and like I think later on I spoke to you about it. What like we just couldn't get over the fact that. He said shit, but yeah, and then, why, why, why couldn't he say he wrote shit in shit? Well, I don't know why he had to spell out what it was written. Just putting, <laughs> putting it on the wall is enough, I think. I think if someone smeared shit on the wall or pieces on the wall, that's, all, that's still enough for an assembly. But the fact that someone's going out... And so that's the other thing. The kid that we thought did it, I'm not sure if he did it or not, but he was nicknamed Shitfinger for the, yeah, such a long time. Dubbed. Yeah, yeah. shipping is. I think he probably still is. Like he probably puts it on his family name, <laughs> form, and everything like that. And I remember also singing uh, "Shitfinger" to the tune of "Goldfinger" as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, and I, I think I was standing quite near you for that one. Yes. And it got to a stage where I think we sort of looked at each other and just went, "Do we just want to?" But we're going to claim this, well, and then we just looked at it. I don't think thing. any words were spoken. We just looked at each other as if to yeah. say, like, have we had enough of this? <laughs> and then we, then we looked at each other again and, and, and the feeling was just, no, there's no way we're going to own up to this. Well, that's what the thing, the whole public owning up to it as well, which is the other thing. Like, instead of going, you know, we're both trained teachers. Instead of going, all right, yeah. whoever did this, come in and own up to it into my office privately and we'll, it'll be a lot lenient. But not to yeah, do it publicly like, in front of all your classmates. Oh, who who did it? <laughs> Someone own up. Yeah, I guess schools are a little bit like oranges and new black. It doesn't take long for the the real truth to get around. <laughs> uh, so uh, they, they could have went uh, chosen other avenues to, to to get this information. But um, I'll never forget <laughs> standing there. It was a long time. I I reckon it was at least 40, 40 minutes. Oh, it was yeah. It was good. Now, probably even longer. <laughs> now we've known each other for uh, probably since we were like four or five in playing football together. Yep. I keep mining the whole 
like Parkland High School from those years as well. And people are like, that didn't really happen. And so much of it is, yeah, it really happened. Because I had uh, Mr. Jordan. I remember having Mr. Jordan for year nine social science and he refused to teach us sex ed. Instead, we did local government. Yeah. Did you have... I, I, I had Miss Meinl yeah. and she taught me for social science and she alternated from one week reading out dictation and you just had to write it down in your books to the next week writing it out on the blackboard and you just had to write it in your books and that was it. Um, and one week she wrote out of an exercise book. She had it all written in an exercise book. It was about Europe and she'd written the USSR and like it was the, the mid-90s. So the USSR had just finished and it had just changed back to Russia. And so we said, it's not called the USSR uh, anymore. It's actually called Russia. It's back to Russia. And she goes, well, who knows how long that's going to last? I'm just going to stick with USSR for the next little bit. <laughs> so we just had to go with it. I, the other thing that people don't believe is when I talk about the school trip that we had to go on. Yeah. We didn't have to go on. We, we chose to go on it. And I distinctly remember the teacher on board before we got into the Gold Coast saying, there are a lot of, oh, just a word of warning children, or kids, whatever they said, there's a lot of Asians in, in, on the Gold Coast, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, a, just a heads up. Yeah. What we were going to do with that information, I don't know. I was, all I remember is we just were trying to rush to Granny Mays to get basketball cards. That's all we were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I, I remember on that... On that school trip, we had a um, a day, an off like a free day, and the only theme park we didn't go to was Wet and Wild. And they just said to us, "If you feel like going to Wet and Wild, um, we're not taking you. If you want to go to Wet and Wild, just organise it yourselves and be back here at five o'clock." Did you so, go? <laughs> yeah, so I, so I went with me and a, and a group of people. I can't remember who got a mini cab from Service Paradise out to Wet and Wild. Went to Wet and Wild for the day, swam in the pools, no risk assessment, no teacher or anything, and then just went back. And I'm just sort of, like, as a teacher now, I'm just thinking, I cannot believe that happened. <laughs> I also like the fact we had to go back through Canberra so the school could get 100 bucks. Yes, yeah, that was a worthwhile trip. <laughs> great, all right. Thank you very much, Dion. That was great. That's right. Thanks, Josh. So this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah, and this one is from a live show I did in the Comedy Festival in 2016. Now, I love doing this show live, and like if I had my way, I would probably do it live all the time because I just, you know, the the audience have fun, the guys who are performing, they, you know, they talk a lot more because they, they want the laughs from the audience. And so it, it's really good energy. So this is one is from um, when I... Recorded at the European Beer Cafe. It has Cal Wilson, Sam Simmons, Matt O'Kine, and Dilrook J.S. Sinner. Uh, we've just come off the back of Sam being very, very excited because he tricked Cal Wilson into guessing incorrectly. And he was very, very excited about that. And then this is a question for him about Dilrook J.S. Sinner. Now, Dill went to an all-boys school. Oh, okay. And in his school production of Midsummer Night's Dream was cast as Hermia. A girl... Hang on. Oh, hang on a... No, 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 hang on a minute. What? <laughs> he was, it was an all-boys school. Yeah. In his school production yeah. of Midsummer Night's Dream, he was cast as Hermia. 
Yep. A girl caught in a love triangle with Lysander and Demetrius. Mm-hmm. For the role, Dill wore a bra and filled it with the popular Sri Lankan snack food, fish buns. <laughs> yeah or nah? Even if it's not true, Dill has a new nickname now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fish buns. Fish buns. Fish buns. Fish buns. Fish buns. Where's your private school? It wasn't private. It was public school. Public school where? St. Peter's College, Colombo 3. Colombo 3. Where's that? In Sri Lanka. Okay. <laughs> fish buns. So like fish floss. Fish no, buns. No, they're not like floss. It's so like, what's, what's a fish bun? So it's a, you take some fish, mm-hmm. you put it in a bun. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what I know about. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is like uh, MIA and Tamil Tigers. Is yeah, that there? That's true. Well, it's political. Fucking relax. Relax. Man, you can't say anything, can you? Like, you, can't, you can't say. Did you just call anything. him Kenya? What? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I talk about in my show. I talk about eating Kenyans. <laughs> But it's a re- in a really good way oh, about. I can't like, believe I don't let you say that. No, Sam. Relax, 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 relax. It's basically about like, uh, like fuck it. Like we're we're food so stupid now. Let's just eat the poor. Let's eat poor people. And then I talk about setting up a running race and like say that the guy who loses the running race loses, and we make human prosciutto. And you go, mm, what's that? And you go, mm, it's Kenyan blend. And everyone always goes, boo. And I'm like, well, what do you mean, fucking boo? Why? What's giving shit? It just gets to the point where it goes, he's Kenyan, his mother's Moroccan, I say it's literally Moorish. It's a very good joke, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but fuck. But he boo. Don't boo Tamil Tigers. You don't even know what they did, the poor guys. Anyway, I believe you definitely didn't do any of that shit. Who'd stick a, f- a fish, on their, uh, fish in their bra on their tits unless they're having some very confused gender issues at the well, time? Well, why wouldn't you just use, like, newspaper or something, you know? Mm. Old you... rustly tits hermia. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, look, I, 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 can't, I can't believe you'd use fish buns to fill the breast part of it. But hang on a minute. What are we trying to work out? Whether if any it's, of it's true or all of it? If any of it's a lie. If if any part of it's well, a that's lie. a lie. You didn't use fish buns to fill it out, but you did play the part of hernia. <laughs> Sam, can I tell you, that was 100% true. Yep. Dill oh, really did. So a point there for Dill, no point for Sam. Um, he filled his bra with fish buns, why? and there's more to the story. We, um, so we tried socks, so it was like, oh, it was rehearsals, during rehearsals. We tried socks, it looked weird because it didn't quite have the shape. Whereas a fish bun is a perfect sort of triangular bun that, that just sort of, it fits the, the bra. shape of boo. Yeah. <laughs> well, it fits the bra sort of better. And the worst thing is we dared one of the boys to eat one of them afterwards. <laughs> Salty, he said. At the end of the round, the scores are Matt on two points, Sam yeah. on three points, Cal on five points, but still in the lead on six points. It's Dilrock, yay! <laughs> I don't think Sam's convinced. Sam's not happy with that answer. It's completely true. It's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try and find some fish buns. Actually, you can get them on uh, Russell Street. There's a place called Shenny's Curries. Well, I'm going to go look. Yeah. No, I know Shenny's and it's yeah. shut. So fuck you. That's shut down. <laughs> it's, my favorite cu- it's my favourite curry house. Yeah, yeah, it's moved out to Northcote. Oh, fuck that. Really? Well, no, fuck you for not knowing and being all Mr. Fishbun. <laughs> <laughs> Fishbun jazzing it. That's funny. Great. While I'm seeing on live shows, if you're in Melbourne, I'm doing another live show at the European Beer Cafe, December 16. Like I've said before, it's going to be a huge big show, eight different guests, a whole bunch of rounds. It's going to go for two hours, going to have six rounds. It's going to be fun. All the money is going to the Indigenous Literacy Foundation, so you'll also, you know, 
feel good about yourself because you're donating something back to some communities. And uh, yeah, so tickets go to joshearl.com.au slash gigs. They're $25. It's at 5 p.m. on December 16 at the European Beer Cafe. It's going to be very funny. So we've only got one more round to hear. It's Who, 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 Who. And I'm going to play probably one of my favorite episodes still, even though we've done so many great episodes. This is episode 22. It has Dave Thornton, Ronnie Chang, Tommy Daslow, and Nick Cody. Uh, four guys who are very, very funny. And together, it was great because they all know each other so well. It was the first time I realized that if you get four people who have a really good relationship before the podcast, it's going to work really well. One of the things about doing this podcast is, one, just finding four people who can all say yes and have a free part of their day to come in and do this. And also finding people who I think are really good to bounce off, who will bounce off each other really well. And so these guys were so, so funny. The whole thing, if you haven't heard this one, go back and listen to the entire episode. It's it's super funny. And this is the final round. It's also where Ronnie Chang does his Australian accent, which I close the show with every single time. And uh, so this is the birth of that. It's I just I just like it because you you see these guys just having fun, and that's the best thing about the show is just seeing people kind of forget that it's it's being recorded and just kind of trying to make each other laugh, which is always the best thing. So thank you for listening to uh, Don't You Know Who I Am. Uh, after the end of this, I'll just it'll just play out. Uh, so just a quick reminder: keep listening, keep sharing it. If you've not heard the back catalogue, go back, go back and listen to it all. I'm very, very proud of this show, and hopefully you like it. That's knocking off a third year of Don't You Know Ham. Here's to hopefully many, many more. Anyway, thanks for listening. Please enjoy episode 22 with Nick Cody, Dave Thornton, Ronnie Cheng, and little Tommy Dassel. Round is called Who 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 Who. I'll read out 10 quick questions. Each of you are the answer of at least one of them. If you think you know who it is, you buzz in, say your name, say who it is. You get a point if you get right. You get a point off if you get it wrong. So if this is the only round, you can actually lose points. Shit. So your first question is this one. Who was denied entry into Montreal because they didn't have the right Nick. visa? Yes, Nick. Ronnie. That was Fucking Ronnie, hell. yes. <laughs> Stupid fucking idiot. Aussies don't need that visa. But, we just walk straight in. But you got in, didn't you? In I got in the end. Uh, they gave me, I, I, I was at the airport. They didn't let me go on the flight. And I went straight from the airport to the embassy in that, that trip you never want to make. Straight to the embassy to beg for a visa. And uh, they gave it to me on the spot. Because they were super nice. Just holding him up with a rancid banana. It's more where this came from, guys. Holding oh, his... and, then, and then I got a visa. Oh, should I continue? You got yeah, go, go Oh, and then I got the visa and I went back to the airport and then there was a class 10 hurricane that shut down the airport for three days. So even after I got the visa, I still couldn't go on time. So great job. Okay, next question. Who said that besides comedy, that their favorite job has been working in a bottle shop? Nick. Yes, Nick. Thornton. No, it was no, Dasselow. Oh, Really? Yeah. Mm. Really? I Love didn't know it. you worked in a bottler. Yeah. I, I didn't know you worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have to bring Got your own, Did you have to bring your dad to let him sell the booze? <laughs> 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 was, sorry, son. You're not allowed to be in here. <laughs> but it was right near your house, wasn't it? It was right near my. It was like at the end of my street. It was the best. And, you're, and Ronnie, you said Straight. your your job was right near your house as well when you were a lawyer, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You just five minutes in, five minutes out. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've Thank actually you. worked on that street a lot. I've worked two jobs on that street near my house. I've worked at the Asian grocery, and I w- went up the building and worked at the loft. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I need is a comedy gig on that street, and then I'll be yeah. killing it. All right, question three. Who signed a document with their best friend at 14 saying when they will be 21, they'll both have a million dollars? With their best friend saying we're both going to be millionaires. I'm going to guess Nick Cody. No, it was Dave Thornton. Thornton. Yeah. See, I was going to guess Ronnie Cheng, but that, I'm like, no, nah, it sounds more Thornton because Ronnie would be like, I'll, I'll be the head of a council or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Sign a contract. Something. Yeah. Well, is that contract binding? <laughs> yeah, to? that's what we did when we were 14. We'd quite often sworn into law firms yeah. and make sure that our contracts were binding. Yeah. You ain't free on. Yeah. G'day, mate. I've got my papers also on uh, this guy being my blood brother. Uh, <laughs> hey, mate. I don't want to bring lawyers into this, but we were playing spin the bottle. And the hottest chicken score landed on me. He reckons it was him. He went for it. <laughs> so uh, did, you, did that guy fulfill his obligations in the contract? No, neither of us got even close to it. If you're, <laughs> neither which way. If you're doing that at 14, you're not making a million in the next seven years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, like, what made you... we, we just on our car ride in, I explained to you how I, did, I studied arts design at TAFE. Yeah. <laughs> you don't come out of that and just at level entry get a million dollar job. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so what motivated that? Was it greed for money or was it like you're trying to verbalize your goals in, on paper? Or a love of rap music. <laughs> That's exactly right. We're yeah. reading the source on watching NBA basketball, yeah. and I'm like, "So you mean all you got to do is what we do at lunchtime, yeah. and you get a million bucks?" <laughs> yeah. I'm on board with that. <laughs> you got to do that stuff because for everyone that doesn't pan out, there's like that becomes your great story when you are a millionaire. Of like, yeah. would you believe it when they were 14? They yeah. signed these contracts. Absolutely. Jim Carrey did the same thing. He wrote yeah. in his dad's coffin a million dollar check and put it in there. He wasn't a millionaire. He was like. He was like one of us, just a bum. <laughs> well, what's the point Except of that? Money. Yeah. Well, just to prove to himself, he's, he's going to be a million dollars. Yeah, but Jack can't there. take it with him. So what's he putting in the car? You don't know, Ronnie. You don't know. You've never been to the I'm other side. Sure How funny is that? <laughs> when zombies rise, the worst thing he's like, he's got to cash that check. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! He'll scoop your brains out. Yeah, yeah. Worried about my bank account. No, but if you want dead people to get that stuff, you have to burn it. Everyone knows that. Who's the undead? Where does this come from? <laughs> Who's the undead? It's come from Maserati. Brains and bitches. Wait, what was the three jobs you said you had on that street? <laughs> Asian grows a law firm and witch doctor. <laughs> no, it's a Chinese thing. You burn stuff to them. You burn stuff to the dead people. Oh, right. You burn money. You burn like cars. People burn burn servants. It's ridiculous. Burn like, servants. Pa- like paper mache. Like humans. It's crazy. People, and then, and then, then they burn paper iPhones now. It's silly. And, and so for what? So you burn it and then you get it? Is that the yeah. thing? Yeah. It's like if you burn it, then your relatives will get it. Like, you uh-huh. know, undead uh, postal. Not undead, sorry. Like after the underworld postal service. Like you burn it. I reckon <laughs> there's a lot of undiagnosed pyromaniacs in Chinese <laughs> culture. Yeah, this is for me, granddad. Dude, you can see all the paper stuff they make to burn to. I'm glad I can enlighten you barbarians in other cultures because <laughs> this is the widest crowd. I burned that high school hey, down. Nice. That's dead. <laughs> Dad takes it with him. <laughs> it puts a different shift on, you know, that historical image of the Buddhist monk from Nepal trying to get freedom from China. He sets himself alight and everyone goes, well, I don't fucking want it. <laughs> Dude. All right, question four. Who was almost killed by a bear? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm going to Cody. Ronnie got him first. Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie gets a point there. Yeah. So it was Nick Cody, yes. Where, where were you? Alaska. What are you doing in Alaska? Just holiday? 
Yeah, it just went to what town? What I've been bear? before. Huh? What kind of bear? Black, grizzly, or white? Black bear. Okay. Black bear. Because the, the I couldn't get phone reception, so I heard a bit about it. But the real thing was I couldn't get did phone he, reception. Did, did a bear have a gun? <laughs> I, I, imagine, I imagine some real lefty liberal kind of kid going, what kind of bear was it? I don't, I don't see colour. I don't yeah. see colour. <laughs> I don't see my arms anymore either, but I don't the see sa- colour. The saddest thing that I had to put, I was just riding a bike through the woods and then see this bear, I fucking freak out and by myself. I've got no phone reception, so I take the bike to where I get phone reception in the forest, call up this bike shop. And the bike owner says, is it a black bear? And I said, yeah. And he said, get as big as you can and uh, make as much noise as you can. So I had to walk through the woods, standing really tall. And I was playing Trinidad James, all gold, everything off my speakerphone. All gold of my chain, all gold of my ring. <laughs> Ronnie's been silently convulsing yeah. for that whole story, yeah. by the way. As a, and do you gay away? You chase away? Yeah. Oh. No, he did. Yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. honest, Ronnie. So, and thank you for burning that phone. So, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, Ronnie, he was dead. But you'd be surprised what a million dollars can get. Yeah. yeah. Can I? Thanks, up. So you were going... fuck in the underworld. <laughs> So you actually a lot of inflation in the yeah. A lot of people burning money and there's no. Uh... So you're going for like some nice walk and you see a bear and they go just make. It. So if yeah. any tourist or anyone walk past you, it's just some fucking Australian with his phone just blaring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walking through some wildlife. Yeah, no fucking go. bears, man. Bears are bad. Yeah. Bad, All right. Bad news. You're always thinking about the kids, aren't you? Man? Yeah. Don't fuck with bears. <laughs> Yeah. Just putting out public announcements. Just telling you, bears are dangerous. Don't fuck with those. And guys. if you're a bear and you're thinking of killing yourself, 13 or 14. <laughs> All right, question five. Who once played a character called Shannon Atherton? Who oh, once played a character? Nick. Tommy. Oh, uh, Nick, yes. Thornton. Yes, he did. Shannon. Yes, he did. Better Roses? Better, yeah. better, better mate. Is better Roses. A, Shannon. Better Roses. Yeah, it was Shannon Atherton. That and, cool. Footy player? Yeah, blonde tips. Yeah, yeah. blonde it was, tips. Yeah. It was a foot, yeah, I had to cut my hair and get blonde tips. And uh, yeah, that that started the uh, Thornton bad hair revolution for the next four years. Four years, <laughs> just bad haircut after bad haircut. Really, there's a <laughs> do, doing research into this. I think I've gotten out of it. I, I got very deep into Ronnie's Facebook page back to 2008. There's a gig that you two did together at the local where you're in. They no. sh- the sh- yeah, no, yeah, it was. I wasn't doing comedy in 2008. No it must way. have been 2009 then, something like that. It was okay. very early on, but okay. I went back to 2008. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's you in the top the girls' basketball top, and your hair's. So look, it looks like you just got out of the shower. Yeah, it's like yeah, this, yeah, I remember yeah, that. I remember that. Great. I've, I've got enough bad hair photos as well. Don't worry about that. Was that Ronnie Chang when you used to do the Bear Grylls material? Probably, yeah. yeah. The first five minutes. Did to mouth. Do you know that? Uh, Love that. They're yeah. fucking still properly, occasionally. Anytime I see Bear Grylls, I just think dick to mouth. When you do my accent, all I hear is people talking normally. <laughs> And then when you guys talk, I'm like, what it's, the fuck are you guys talking about? It's sense, yeah. So what yeah. do we sound like? Can you, sound, you do us? You sound like, you know, um, um, God, I might. <laughs> I was playing Tommy Little's freaking Buck Hunter. And the first thing, that, when you turn it on, it, the first thing the guy says is, Good I might. You want to kill some animals? <laughs> Also, Dave Thornton is the first comedy, live comedy I saw in Australia. Oh, yeah, wow. I went to my university comedy night, and it was Dave Thornton, Andrew McClellan, uh, this Malaysian road scholar 
went to Oxford called uh, Leng Lee. Is that why you went? In comedy. No, okay. I went just because I thought I, I thought it would be cool. And uh, and there was one more dude who was there. Oh, Sammy J was there. Ah. And then Dave Thorne did jokes about uh, hot dogs from TV. <laughs> <laughs> you still do that, right? That's still do a classic. That is timeless. Iced tea, hot dogs, and then something else. Come on, do it for me. I want to hear it. And he would have done his cheesy impersonation back then? No, he didn't. Ah. No. Oh. I didn't Oh, jeez, that was before. That was before uh, the one trick pony found his one trick. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Next question. Who here told me that they got caned at school? Ooh. Tommy. Yes, Tommy. Thorno. No, it was Ronnie Chang. Fuck. You got... Oh, Duh. man, because I, I I did not go with the literal meaning of caned. Caned, I went with Cody because you just imagine you going to high school and wherever you're just going, <laughs> fuck, I'm getting fucking caned. <laughs> oh. Just you drinking no, jars in the oven. I went with... I went with... I was thinking either Ronnie or Dasilo because you went to some like... Private Switch school. fucking yeah yeah private. I went to a private school, but a Western suburbs private yeah. school, and you went to like a proper one. Did and they... I could just picture them still caning up until like two thousand and nine. <laughs> <laughs> Do they cane in Australia? Uh, they used to. They don't until anymore. when? Until when? I I remember seventies. No, I remember in the late nineties, kids in my school got caned because they had pot at school, and the principal caned them. It was like that was the only time ever in like the six years I was at okay. high school that someone got caned. Public caning or. No, no, it's behind doors. <laughs> Do you, where, where did you go to high school? Saudi Arabia? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I didn't get publicly caned, but I had public caning. What did you get caned school. for? I can't even remember. That's the worst part. Oh, they caned the memory remember. out of you. Yeah. 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 It's like Wolverine. It just healed over, and I can't remember what, like, I can't remember what it was for. So were which high school was that? It was in Singapore. It was in Singapore, of course. Were you a bad kid at school, yeah. or were you like a? No, I was like a pre. I was like a prefect. Prefect is like uh, what do you call it yeah, in Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah prefect. prefect. Oh, no, no, a prefect. Oh, you're a prefect now. Yeah, yeah. So you can't were you, remember. Were you school captain? You look like someone who was school captain. No, nah, oh. I was house. I was like house vice captain. Yeah. So, man, I get this because uh, they get you to go back now. Wow. They get me to go back to Belmont High School and they kind of go, you talk to the kids. I'm doing like that most next them, week. Most of them just glaze over. Yeah, right? and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and you know, there's one thing as a comedian, you're like, I'll be a little bit irreverent and that'll get them off. Like you might just say shit or crap don't or something. Don't say get them off. Yeah. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. That is pretty oh, irreverent. He's been so irreverent. <laughs> and, that's, and that's me after. Oh, I didn't get any of them off. <laughs> okay, next question. Who here has performed in front of Paul McCartney? Performed in front of Paul McCartney. Tommy. Yes, Tommy. Ronnie. Nick Cody oh. has. Yeah. Oh, how's this? Well, Hollywood Improv. Oh, year. yeah. He was in the crowd. And uh, I had to follow, like, like Jim Jeffries, Aziz Ansari, mm. Joe Rogan, mm. Judd Apatow, some local dude, and then me. And, like, I was freaking out. Like, how the fuck are you going to follow them? And thankfully, that local dude just went and took a massive shit <laughs> on the stage. And then it was fine. Like, he came out and pretended to be too cool for the night. Like, Paul McCartney's in the crowd, all these killers. Mm. If he just came out and went, how fucking cool is this? People would go, woo! And then you just continue. But yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, these people here, whatever. And the crowd's like, are you fucking serious, yeah. man? Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, there's a sir in the crowd. A yeah. guy's been knighted, <laughs> and he's sitting there with the two drink orders. <laughs> like, being a weapon. Question eight. Who said their worst job was being a busboy at the Metro Theatre? Uh, Thorno. Yes, Thorno. Did you say the worst job? Worst. Worst. Dassler? No, it was Ronnie Cheng. Ronnie Cheng. Wow. The Metro Theatre? Yeah. What the hell, Ronnie? Not Metro Theatre, the Metro Nightclub in Melbourne. The Wh- old one. Ah. Which one's Metro? It's uh, On it, Chapel? No. No, no, no. Burke and uh, yeah. Par- yeah. near Parliament. 
Oh, across the plane. Opposite yeah, yeah. plane, yeah. Oh, You're a busboy. Yeah, for maybe two two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. And just went. Nah, it's not. It's not right near my house. I'm gonna go back to the yeah. first shop. <laughs> yeah, basically. You yeah. got fired for telling everyone to drink responsibly. <laughs> 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 it was my first first ever job actually. That was. What was your first job? Do you remember? Uh, Harris Scarf. Oh, Harris Scarf. Yeah, Werribee Plaza. What does that mean? Harris Scarf it's like is a, like a. Sh- it's like a shitty. It's somewhere between like Kmart and Maya. You reckon? Somewhere. Yeah, Harris Scarf. No, yeah. I wouldn't say but somewhere like between. Close, I'd say lower. Lower, lower than Kmart? Oh, uh, yeah. It's a, I don't know. Actually. Oh, really? It's in that Target. Yeah. It's in that realm. Yeah. yeah Target, yeah. Kmart, Harris Scarf. Definitely. Never heard of stole shit from there. My mate, oh Nick Novak, who I used to do stand up about, um, there was no like the computer technology on the register was you had to type in all the prices, and so he'd just take money off customers, not scan the stuff, and then just write it off as the stuff had been stolen, <laughs> and then just would take cash and go buy lunch. And well, wow. good that you said his full name before yeah. that story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Harry Scarf is still running, so we found because out because of the that. Short <laughs> <laughs> he took down an empire. Okay, next question, question nine. Which of you here are left-handed? Who's left-handed? Uh, I'm I know. Go. I know. I know. Who, okay, Ronnie. Yes. The left-handed people here. Yes. Is Dave Thornton and myself? Oh, you're left as well. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, well, that you're right. Yes. There you go. Point for Ronnie. Thank you. Yeah, bro. You're not this, this dossier of information that Ronnie has on everyone. <laughs> I'm both-handed, actually. Question ten. Who he worked for the Australian Shakespeare Company? Tommy. Yes, Tommy. Dave. No, it was Nick Cody. Fuck. Australian Shakespeare. As a nanny. What? What? Uh, explain yeah. this. Explain this, please. So I was 18. Um, my high school girlfriend at the time, like friends, parents, friends of friends, um, were these two actors that were in an Australian Shakespeare Company production that was going around Australia. Yeah. They had two boys and they needed a nanny. And uh, she was like, you get along with kid. this kid's 10. The youngest one's two. That's going to be full on. But you should go for an interview. And I was like, all right. And I was 18. I'd had it. I was on a gap year. So I just turned up and interviewed. And I was the only dude that they interviewed. And because it was two sons, they were like, yeah, let's get the try. Because <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I like PlayStation and footy. And the 10-year-old's like, me too. So it was a pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> Until they realised you were just a third son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they needed a carer for yeah. all of you. <laughs> Oh, guys, I shit my pants. <laughs> Who knows me? Hey, hey, guys, the kids are in exactly the same amount of safety, but now they're drinking. <laughs> Have some cans. Why do they keep saying boss all the time? Okay. <laughs> At the end of the game, the scores are Nick on three points, oh. Dave on three points, oh. Tommy on three points, but oh. our winner on six points is Ronnie Chan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's that, well Ronnie? done, Ronnie. Mm. You won. Yeah, yeah. you won. Finally. Looks like you're going to get Kane twice in your life, mate. <laughs> Wait till we get out of here. <laughs> Thank you very much for playing Don't You Know Who I Am. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.